0: Imagine finding your dream home in what's supposed to be one of the safest neighborhoods you could possibly find. A chance to provide for your family and move them into a dream house. In June, 2014, Derek Broaddus did just that when he moved his wife and three children into 657 Boulevard in Westfield, New Jersey. A six bedroom, three bath home with big open windows the home was so beautiful on the inside and out, so strikingly beautiful that someone lay in wait night and day watching the home and the family, lurking as they would come and go, waiting, 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 and just watching. I'm Amanda, and you're listening to The Pandemonium Podcast. For the Broadduses, buying 657 Boulevard had fulfilled a dream. Maria was raised in Westfield, and the house was a few blocks from her childhood home. The Broadduses had bought 657 Boulevard just after Derek celebrated his 40th birthday. One night in June 2014, Derek had just finished an evening of painting his new home in Westfield. He went outside to check the mail. Derek and his wife, Maria, had closed on the six-bedroom house three days earlier and they were doing some renovations. So, there wasn't really much in the mail except a few bills and a white card-shaped envelope. It was addressed in thick, clunky handwriting. It said on the front, The new owner. The letter was typed out and it said,
1: Dearest new neighbor at 657 Boulevard, Allow me to welcome you to the neighborhood. 657 Boulevard has been the subject of my family for decades now, as it approaches its 110th birthday. I've been put in charge of watching and waiting for its second coming. My grandfather watched the house in the 1920s. My father watched in the 1960s it is now my time do you know the history of the house
0: the letter even identified the Broaddus's honda minivan as well as the workers renovating the home it was after 10 p.m and derek was alone he raced around the house turning off all the lights so no one could see inside then he called the westfield police department an officer came to the house read the letter and he asked if derek had any enemies but Derek insisted that he really had no enemies to his knowledge. He rushes back to his um, original house, the house that he's moving out of, where his wife and kids are. Um, it was also in Westfield. And uh, they uh, that, that same night, Derek and Maria write an email to John and Andrea Woods, the couple who sold them 657 Boulevard, to ask if they ever had any idea who the watcher might be or why why like this letter was written even in the previous letter uh, the watcher stated I asked the woods to bring me young blood and I guess that's why they felt the need to uh, send Andrea Woods a, a uh, the previous owner an email uh, she replies the next day and she says a few days before moving out, they received a letter from a person called The Watcher, and it had been really odd and said, um, it basically just said that they were had been watching the house over time, and since they were leaving, they didn't really think anything of it, so they threw the letter away because in their 23 years in the house, they had never received anything like that, so they didn't think much of it. So the Broaddis spend the next coming weeks on the high alert. Derek cancels a work trip and uh whenever Maria would take the kids to their new house, she would yell out their names if they wandered into a corner of the yard she couldn't see. 2 weeks after the first letter arrives, Maria stops by the house to get some paint samples and check the mail and then she her heart stops when she recognized a thick black lettering on a card-shaped envelope and she calls the police but this time the second letter was even more sinister and it went on to address the children by their names not just their names but their nicknames that their parents called them the second letter stated
1: welcome again to your new home at 657 boulevard The workers have been very busy and I've been watching you unload carfuls of your personal belongings. The dumpster's a nice touch. Have they found what's in the walls yet? In time they will. I am pleased to know your names now and the name of the young blood you have brought to me. You certainly say their names a lot often. All of the windows and doors in 657 Boulevard allow me to watch you and track you as you move through the house. Who am I? I'm the watcher and I've been controlling 657 Boulevard for the better part of two decades now. The Woods family turned it over to you. It was their time to move on and kindly sold it when I asked them to. I pass by many times a day. 657 Boulevard is my job, my life, my obsession. And now, you are to Broadus Family. Welcome to the product of your greed. Greed is what brought the past three families to 657 Boulevard, and now it has brought you to me. Happy moving in day. You know I will be watching.
0: The watcher goes on to say he saw one of the kids painting on the back porch. Um, Derek and Maria said um, that view of the house, that angle could only be seen from the side. It couldn't be seen from the front, so that freaked them out even more. Um, They stopped bringing their kids to the house. They were no longer sure when or if they would move in um, because they still had the renovations being done, but now this stuff is happening. So several weeks later, a third letter arrives, and it's a short one, but it seemingly says...
1: Where have you gone to? 657 misses you. Do the kids go down to the attic? Or are they too scared? The attic is very isolated from the house. It would be very hard to hear screaming. Will you sleep on the second floor? Soon I will know, and it will be easy to tell. I see you lie in wait for me in the dark. I'm
0: always watching. Derek was talking to a neighbor about the people who live next door, the Langfords. Um, All their kids were grown. They had lived there for like 20 plus years, Um, but the family all still lived in the house together. And they had a 60-year-old son who was schizophrenic. And the neighbor tells Derek, well, he seems kind of odd, but really he was no harm. really frustrated and, uh, he begins his own investigation and, um, he's, he's becoming obsessed with this. Um, he's set up webcams, um, and he spends nights crouched in the dark, but I think the watcher already knows this. He says he has telescopes and stuff and already said he saw him watching. Um, So he also turned to several experts and, uh, they employed a private investigator who staked out the neighborhood, ran background checks on the Langfords, but really didn't find anything. Um, they, the investigator goes on to tell Derek that the, there's like definitely like a lack of profanity in the letter. And it's like a letter written on a a typewriter. But um, the investigator also tells Derek that there seems to be like some seething anger behind it. Also, whoever wrote it seemed to know the house, claiming they used to run through the halls and seemed annoyed by Derek that Derek was remodeling it. And uh, Derek even brings brings in a priest to bless the house. The renovations to Six Five Seven Boulevard included a new alarm system, and uh, the re- they were finished within a few months. But the idea of moving into in moving into the home once everything was done filled the Broaduses with like overwhelming anxiety. She's Maria, his wife, says. Could they let their kids play outside or have friends over, or would they get a new letter every week? Essentially, now their dream home was becoming a bunker from harm and that's a terrible way to live. They had sold their previous house so they decide to move in with Maria's parents continuing to pay the mortgage and property taxes on 657 Boulevard. Um, Six months after the letters arrived, the Broadduses decide to sell and they initially list it for more than they paid um, to reflect the renovations they'd done, but there was all this gossip that had gone on around uh, the neighborhood. And the Broadduses had even filed a lawsuit against the previous owners, the Woods, for not telling them about the letter they had got from the watcher. Um, And because of the lawsuit and gossip, local media news um, anchors got involved, and uh, they were camped outside the home in the street for a few weeks. And uh, the investigators he hired never came up with much of anything. They did DNA tests on one of the envelopes, and it came back with the envelope had been licked by a woman. And um, But other than that, they didn't really have much. They staked out the neighborhood day and night. Um, so with no one wanting to buy the house, because Derek wasn't going to lie to them. He was, he was straight up with what was going on because he didn't want... Anything, any other family to uh, experience this, uh, they're forced to rent out the house. And they find a family of renters. It's a uh, husband and wife, kids and dogs. And uh, he's honest with them and even puts it in the rental closet. If they get a letter, they are free to ba- break the contract at no cost. Well, two weeks later, Derek went to the... 657 boulevard to deal with squirrels that had taken up in the roof or something to do a chore and the renter just hands him a letter and it on the um envelope it says violent winds and bitter cold to the vile and spiteful Derek and his winch of a wife maria the letter goes on to say you wonder who the watcher is turn around you idiots the letter read Maybe you even spoke to me, one of the so-called neighbors who has no idea who the Watcher could be. Telescopes and binoculars are wonderful inventions. 657 Boulevard survived your attempted assault and stood strong with its army of supporters barricading its gates. But the Watcher always prevails. Maybe a car accident. Maybe a fire. Maybe as something as a simple, mild illness that never seems to go away and makes you feel sick day after day after day after day. Maybe the mysterious death of a pet. Loved ones suddenly die. Planes and cars and bicycle crashes. Bones. is continue to press the case, but there still wasn't much for law enforcement to go on, and it was possible to look up and down the street the watcher could be practically anybody residents told Derek they mentioned a uh, teenager whose father had grown up around the corner and he would sometimes wander around the neighborhood playing a flute Derek thought that was kind of odd but again like not not much he can go off of what I thought was interesting was an elderly couple that lived behind the house, had been there for 47 years, and the where, where one of their kids was painting, you could only see that view from the side of the house because it was on the back porch. So could it be seen from the back of the house too? I don't know, it was weird. And the husband that lived in the house behind them was a, namna- a man named Bill Woodard had been seen sitting in a lawn chair looking at the house. And one of his kids married a man who grew up in 657 Boulevard. Like, that is so strange. To me, at least. Like, the heck? But bit, but these were bits of information that could mean anything or nothing, depending on how hard you looked at it. The Broadduses no longer live in the ever-present fear that the watcher might strike at any moment, but they continue to deal with lingering effects from the letters. They had new tenants, but the rent doesn't cover what they put into the home, and the kids were constantly being teased at school, and eventually Derek just says, enough. And he takes his family, and he moves out of Westfield after the home eventually sells in 2019 for 900 Nine hundred nine thirty eight, which they bought the home for one point three million without renovations. And so the Watcher's just still out there watching, waiting. He got his way. And he, he hasn't wrote any letters to anyone else at the household. So weird. I, um, I reached out to Derek. I found him and, uh, I just, I don't want to be intrusive. Like people that have lived through stuff like this, it's never my intention to be intrusive. It's just to like, kind of sort of pick their brain. Um, I reached out to him and he, he politely declined. Um, he said that he just, he wasn't um, interested in talking to media at this time, which I totally to get, and I think I kind of half expected, but he was gracious about it. So um, I hope you enjoyed this story. You can check me out on Spotify or you can find me at slash the pandemonium podcast. This one was really freaky for me to do. Um, I was the lid of my trash can flew off while I was doing this and it scared the crud out of me. But I hope you guys have a good weekend. Thank you. Bye.